You're listening to the Fockdown Nation Network. Hey, welcome to Robert Land. That's right, your R-rated comedy theme park podcast. You know, it's R-rated for real, guys. We don't try to get vulgar on purpose here. We're just real. Sometimes life gets vulgar, you know? Uh, I was 17, working at a Big Lots, and one time this group collectively came out of a bathroom. They were Mormon teenagers, and they were laughing and hysterically and they were like <laughs> um you should uh, check out the bathroom <laughs> there's something to check out and i'm like really okay and i go in there and uh yeah the walls were covered in shit like someone like violently projectile shadow over the walls um like there's yeah there's someone diarrheaed everywhere I don't know if it was the, it just made me wonder if they were the ones doing that. You know, I just was imagining them in there just taking turns, squirting on the walls. Hey, brother Jebediah or elder Chad, just, it's your turn to squirt. They all took turns shitting because it was a lot of poop and that kid thought it was real funny. But, uh, you know, I'm sure he's got a family and some nice wives. (laughs) Anywho, uh, I am glad to have you guys here. Uh, we've got a great guest, Mr. Keith Carey. Uh, you may know him from Comedy Central's Roast Battle, the late, great Mean Boys podcast, or now as a writer on Comedy Central's Lights Out with David Spade. Great to have him because he, uh, before he, well, I'm sure he's always been a comedian, but, uh, yeah, he used to work a day job at Mr. Fucking Disneyland and Mr. Fucking Knott's Berry Farm Land, which are two legendary theme parks. Uh, and I'm glad to have him on because he gets into some of these details that I'd never heard before. It's, it's great insight. Like, you find out why the employees at Disney point with two fingers and uh, m- much more stuff. It's great, man. Not only this podcast is about theme parks, but it's also about life. So we delve into a lot of stuff. We talk about how he uh, had something to do with 9-11. Well, I'm not something to do with it, but he could have been on one of the planes. Uh, you'll, you'll see. You'll hear about it. not trying to incriminate Keith. <laughs> but, uh, no, I met Keith years ago doing open mics in Orange County uh, at this uh, cafe called Max Bloom's. And back then, he was one of the dudes you'd want to see at a, you know, the Anchor Bar or Max Blunt. He would just—he was impressive then, and always very friendly to me. And doing comedy is a, a scurry thing, and having someone who's uh, friendly and welcoming is—it's—it's uh, it's nice. He was always cool to me. But uh, I remember I thought that he had might have worked for the gas company and was older than me. But that's not, neither of those are true. Um, he might have been wearing a Dickies work shirt, and I don't know why my ADD brain put that together to assume that he worked for the gas company. And uh, he's actually a couple years younger than me. He just seems like he's seen stuff, which he has. He has seen stuff. His life has been crazy. He was homeless at one time, and he's seen a lot, and he's got a lot of character. And 
now he's writing for television and kicking ass and it was so great to have him um we have a lot of fun on this one um so yeah guys before we get to that uh i've got some special offer uh to 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 feed you to tell you guys about i got a my buddy eddie buckler coming up and you guys will hear all about that from my amigo my brand new amigo as he calls me (laughs) and he calls me brother actually uh so yeah i mean i could probably uh bring him to family events now he seems like a really nice guy um i've lent him money like a family member but uh yeah we're gonna get to that right now eddie's uh offer oh man guys i am so stoked you know, I feel like you guys are my friends, and I want to help my friends out, and uh, I'm pretty excited. Uh, I've got actually a gentleman on who uh, informed me of this amazing deal, uh, and you know, most of you are theme park fans, and if you live in the Southern California area, this will definitely benefit you. Uh, so I thought I'd bring him on. We could talk about this. Mr. Eddie Buckler's with me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, ja. dude. So What's up? Thanks for having me. So please inform my listeners on what this uh, this pass is. For sure. Yeah, it's legit. Like, this is brand new. We've just been getting it out there. It's called the Intergalactic SoCal Pass. Wow. It's for theme parks and some other stuff. But it's basically, you know, you have year-round passes at these theme parks. This is bigger than that. This no is, shit. Yeah, this is like we're double dipping, man. Whoa! Like this is year round at multiple theme parks. You know, Disney, Knotts, oh, even um, some places like Legoland. No uh, way. Yeah, as well. You get a lot of benefits with the Intergalactic Pass, you know, and that's why we call it that because like this is just so big. You know, for instance, we have deals with dozens of vape shops in socal right now where you get 15 percent off if you show them the intergalactic pass on many products so this is we're kind of making it bigger than what we've seen before with these kind of year-round passes i mean this is really a membership you know and they're limited there's a limited amount so like get in now while you can Oh, dude, yeah. man. So, so how do people sign up for these passes? Um, well, basically, we have a few different options. You know, there is a yearly version or a monthly version. Um, it is running right now. We have a few different options. Some are a little more higher end. They give you a little even more benefits. You know Whoa. what I mean? I mean like, dude, how you, could you? How could you tell that? We're already getting Legoland. Disneyland, Knott's Berry Farm, yeah. SeaWorld. I, I have How to do double do check this? on Legoland, actually. I think there are certain days you won't be able to get in at Legoland. Oh, and so there are actually, I say year-round. I mean, it's basically year-round, but it's legit. You know, but there are certain days. I, I believe it. I did speak a little too soon. There are actually quite a few blackout days at Disneyland where it just okay. won't work. And there are also certain employees, you know, and I'm, I'm all about positive energy, uh-huh. Robert, and I like you, and I like that you're seeming to be about that. But 
the, I will say that like we're shaking things up in the whole theme park industry. Uh-huh. And when you come at it like that, you get haters. Okay. So they're kind of like movie pass has they got haters, but yeah. they're, they're changing oh, the game. Totally. Dude, I, my boy Chalmers knew one of the guys in movie pass. It's funny oh, you shit. say that they're totally legit, but there are a few, you know, if you go to Disneyland with the intergalactic SoCal pass, you are going to have some employees that just straight up won't accept it. And yeah, it's, I know it's, it's haters, man. And so we are working with the theme parks to rectify that because this is just such a new thing that the theme parks don't even know what to make of this yet. Mm-hmm. You know, so there are certain employees and I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to be that guy, but there's certain employees at Disneyland that just won't accept it any day. But it is, we have a few different tiers. We have a $30 a month tier. We have a $100 a month tier. So what, what can you get with the 100 Oh man, some of it I can't even say, dude. Whoa. It's like, it's Whoa. like, yeah. I mean, VIP. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm really excited. Backstage, you know. I mean, I mean, um, front of line. Yeah, what you name it, man. I mean, celebrities. Yeah. See, I met, and and this is just so crazy, guys. Yeah. I mean, it's like the universe was watching out for me, being such a big fan of theme parks and running into this dude on the Greyhound. Yeah, it and was, it was it's totally just, it's fate, dude. It's totally synchronicity how we met, man. I was just you know, I wasn't even gonna take a Greyhound. I was kinda just chilling. Dude, I, I that was a messed up day, man. I lost my wallet, bro. You remember yeah, it. I, I was, know, dude. I, I, I looked like a I looked like a sketcher. You know, they call me Sketchy Eddie, that's my nickname. And I always got the beanie and people kinda judge you. I say only jaw can judge me. But yeah, man, I could tell you were you were a straight up dude. Yeah, you yeah, know, and, and right you know, I'm gate. glad I could help you out. And that it's day. crazy. Yeah, I'm totally pumped to be promoting this. You know, so yeah, we have uh, multiple tiers. I do accept cryptocurrency. If probably the best way to reach out to me is on my Insta. I'm at Sketchy Crypto on Insta. I got really into crypto. I'm not trying to brag. I, you know, I made I made money. I made money with crypto. Yeah, okay. and no, so you didn't get a hold of you on Instagram. Yeah, at Sketchy Crypto. Okay. Yeah, because that, that number that you gave me, it, it didn't work when I know. You know, because you said you paid me back f- with I'm, fifty bucks. Yeah, it didn't. You know, but yeah, that's all right. I'm, I'm not yeah. a phone. Yeah, I, I, it's I'm, going I'm into gonna, the car. I'm gonna hit you back on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I'm not a phone guy. You know, I, I mean, don't even get me started on cell towers guys all that stuff. Look, speak no more, Mister Eddie. I think every one of my listeners deserves this pass intergalactic socal pass you know a product still in the works like i said you know we are but we're making so many partnerships bro and, and honestly it's just a testament well to, so just to, to out of curiosity because i'm i'm so excited but yeah uh are people like in florida maybe maybe some of those theme parks or you, you know guys we are out, looking maybe? at branching out even more because we're just having so much success in socal and so we're focused on socal but that's just the first step you know yeah and so socal you know disney uh sea world lego land and then not to mention all the vape shops you know uh we're teaming up as well with certain hookah lounges certain clubs Mm. you know there are a few coffee houses in little saigon that we have um some vip deals with so we're doing our thing. We're not trying to like say we're better than anybody, 
we have gotten some mixed responses from certain employees of theme parks. You know, well, just, yeah, just I haters. Mean, it, it's it really it bums me out. You know, haters that you know they say, "Oh, this isn't a valid pass," and it's like, "You talk to let me talk to your manager." I partied with your manager last night, like <laughs> straight yeah. up. Like I did coke with your manager last night. Your manager knows me, bro. Yeah. So well, I, I didn't want to even legit. take I'm sorry, I don't want to take it there, man. No, no, it's okay. You know, you're you're very it's, passionate. It's legit. You're, you're it's totally legit. I'm legit. You can reach me at Sketchy Crypto on Instagram. There uh, we go. I accept crypto for days, Venmo, all that. We're still kind of getting the functionality of the monthly payment system up and running. I mean, we credit card, banks, all that. I mean, it, it takes time. Yeah. But PayPal Actually, I th- you know I think I am. Uh, my PayPal account isn't working right now, but Venmo and crypto, you can okay. you can get this pass. Yeah, buy it now because yeah. they're they're not going to be around for. Long. I mean, we, we have a limited amount. Oh, okay. we're, we're trying to focus on quality. We want to bring quality people to. So I forgot to stress that if you're a quality person, get this pass. We want to bring quality people to, to theme parks and vape shops. Okay, awesome, man. Yeah, well, there you guys, you heard it first. You could get your intergalactic SoCal Pass. It gets you into to Legoland, Disneyland, SeaWorld, fucking knots. Yeah, everybody, I recommend this from the yeah. bottom of my soul. Uh, this is a great deal. Yeah, Venmo or crypto. Heck yeah. Well, thanks for coming on the show, Eddie. For sure. Job less. This is Theme Park Minute with Thurman Vanderhaas. Did you know that it would take an entire lifetime to stay in every hotel room in Disney World if you spent one night in each room? 68 years to be exact. I don't know what type of person would be willing to accept such a challenge, but he or she better have quite a bit of time to spare. Oh man, bet you didn't know that, did you? (laughs) Well guys, strap in, wear a strap on, do whatever you gotta do. Uh, here's my interview with uh, Mr. Gary. No relation to Mariah. Uh, but I don't know. Who knows? Fucking Seven Degrees of Kevin Bacon. Uh, here we go. Mr. Keith Carey. Awesome. All right. Well, welcome to Robertland. Uh, I <laughs> welcome to your house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's always it's always awkward when you do a podcast with just two people and you got to watch somebody do the intro part. Or oh like, yeah, welcome to this thing, and I'm like, uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no way to start it. There's no, no, it's, it's, there's, it's, no podcast has ever started well. No, no, We've, we still haven't cracked it in the media. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, uh, no. So this is uh, you know all about theme parks right. and experiences and you've had a, a lot of those uh, I have. yeah uh, so you grew up in like Long Beach area right? I grew up in OC actually yeah, yeah oh, I, grew, okay. I grew up in Orange County I moved around a lot like I uh, I live, I've lived pretty much everywhere in Orange County that doesn't have any money like okay. yeah, yeah. so I never lived in like South County but I lived in Anaheim I lived in Huntington Beach like the shitty parts I lived in Buena Park Garden Grove like all over so I kind of like Grew up in the shadow of Disneyland. Yeah. A lot. Like, my mom worked there when she was pregnant with my brother. I worked there twice. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of big part of my childhood. Yeah, And yeah. into, like, adulthood. Yeah. And it's it's uh, it's funny because a lot of people, you know, that live in that area, it, it's it's such a huge part of the culture. And that's right. a lot of people that, that grew up with Disney World. It just it doesn't have the same for the same impact on like the just local area like Disneyland does because it's just 
you see it off the freeway. Yeah. It's right there. It's imminent domaining every you yeah. know, neighborhood. But yeah, it's. Well, Disney World is like, you know, it's a fucking compound. Like, yeah. it's, you got to drive through the swamp and you drive through Celebration, which is like their weird little fucking experimental <laughs> magic ghetto. Yeah. And then you get to like, you know, it's five million things. But Disneyland is just like, you're walking down Harbor and it's like, well, now I'm at the McDonald's. Now I'm at a 7 Eleven. Now I'm at fucking Disneyland. Like, it's just in the middle of a city, which is yeah. the weird thing about it. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's why, you know, like, Walt Disney obviously was smart after that because everyone built around him to, you know. Right. Because someone told me that the size of Disney World is two Manhattans, which is just so fucking crazy. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. And so you were talking about the celebration thing. I I don't know how familiar you are with that, but I've heard about, like, yeah, isn't there a, like, a city that they own or something? That's what it is, yeah. Oh, okay. So, so. I'm probably not telling you anything you don't know if you're a theme, but you know what the original Epcot thing was supposed to be. It was supposed to be like a working city. Yeah, he was trying to build like basically the Disney Dome city and try and like socially engineer. Celebration is like this little town they bought outside where it's like all the employees live, all the everybody. And it's like, it's a place. Like you live there, mail goes there, but it's also owned by Disney. It's a very weird thing. I don't know that much about it, but I know it makes me uncomfortable. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because it, it does kind of feel like you're in some sort of social experiment in some of the Disney parks. I mean, I, I love I love Disney parks, uh, but yeah, there is there's just so much thought, and I mean those like popcorn smells that they, you know, dish out in Main Street. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and when you kind of really start to like, like when you did you ever work there? I haven't. No, no, okay, no. I just assume anybody who grew up within a hundred miles of Orange County <laughs> yeah. got drafted in at some yeah. point. Most people have. But yeah, when you start to work there and you see behind the curtain and realize how much of it is like controlled and engineered it is like i still love it but it is fucking scary a little bit you're like oh i got played (laughs) yeah it gets orwellian oh exactly yeah yeah so when uh so you grew up in the area what was like one of your earliest memories of theme parks i mean going to them i mean i always it's funny because i grew up like i grew up super poor but the one thing we always had was an annual pass to disneyland like even when (laughs) there was one point i swear to god where we were homeless and we had an annual pass to disneyland dude that's so many people though that i that i grew up with or knew like my my cousins it's just yeah they didn't know if they had you know food on the table right but but they could still go and you know i have a distinct memory of my mother trying to use uh food stamps to buy food at (laughs) disneyland which will always be very funny to me (laughs) They should, do they honor that, though? No. No. <laughs> no, that's insane. <laughs> it's crazy, and I feel real bad for the kid that had to tell her, no, everything about this is wrong, and you should probably get a job. Yeah, shit. But no, it was always, like, it's like a thing of, like, I have so many memories of it, because it was just always around when I was, like, it didn't, yeah. like, I, I think I went for the first time when I was, like, four, but, like, it never really felt like a big special thing, because it was just like, oh, yeah, it's, like, down the street. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. So I mean, I just kind of grew up there, basically. And and so, what was like a, a ride that you always looked forward to? Like, what kind of rides did you? I mean, I always like like Space Mountain is the best ride oh, totally. at Disneyland. I side tangent, I fucking hate what they did to it. The whole Star Wars thing. Oh yeah, the the the, the hyperspace hyperspace mountain, mountain. dude. Yeah, that yeah. can get fucked. <laughs> well, have you seen? I, I mean, I thought this was pretty great, but they had like the Halloween themed Space Mountain. Or that was, was like, cool. Ghost Galaxy. That was a cool thing. So I'm like, oh, that's like an original like story, and it's <laughs> yeah. like of all the rides, you would think we get a Halloween overlay Space Mountain, not the one. That's interesting. Yeah, the I, Star Wars one is just like I don't know. We paid a lot of fucking money for Star Wars, <laughs> so look at an X-wing, you fat bitch. Like. <laughs> 
Right. <laughs> yeah, they kind of shoehorn that in everything. I'm surprised Tiki Room doesn't have stormtroopers. Oh, it's so, coming. Yeah. It's up. Yeah, yeah, it'll be the fucking the Jar Jar Tiki Room. Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, wow. That'd be amazing. They're just yeah. It's gonna be Baby Yoda presents the Enchanted Tiki Forest. Yeah. I think Jar Jar fits perfectly because it's like that. Uh, just yeah, because he also kind of sucks, but I kind of like. Him. Yeah, yeah. Much like the Tiki Room. <laughs> no, it's uh, yeah, Space Mountain is 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 pretty incredible and. I don't, a lot of people might may forget like pre uh, like fiftieth or was it the fortieth anniversary where they like revamped? I think it, it was around the fiftieth when okay. they when yeah, yeah they added 50th. like yeah, they added yeah. the new score and they like changed all the lighting and stuff. But I remember like the old school one with like the Dick Dale music and yeah. it was like just rickety and fucked up and you kind of felt like you were gonna die. It was amazing. Yeah, it Whiplash City for sure. Like yeah, I feel like Larry H. Parker was like on speed dial. Like, yeah, that, <laughs> that ride was just. I, I remember yeah it being kind of violent, like yeah. pretty violent, and then. Uh, like going to to the Disney World recently. I just went recently, yeah. and uh, their Space Mountain, I guess, is it predates ours. It's yeah. like a few years older, and that one still ha- it's still it's like the someone described it's a uh, Space Mountain in Pomona. Like it's just like, <laughs> it's, like it's not it's not quite there. You know, it's just like dangerous, right. and yeah, it's they they kind of updated it. Like they added some of the like space effects and some of the, I think Jerry Goldsmith score. It just doesn't have like the smooth fluidity of the one here. Yeah, like yeah. it was still... definitely the shittier ver. It was it was like right at the era where we were getting the good stuff and Disney World was getting the crappy version before yeah. that turned for 30 years. Yes, totally. And we started getting the worst version of everything they got. Yeah, I feel like we get the cliff note versions. Well, it's because like... we don't have any room. So yeah. it's like, there's no room and there was no real money. And I think they were just like, everyone's going to Disney World, so they're getting all the budget. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, but the, the, my favorite. Do you remember when? Uh, do you remember the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Yes. yes, dude, that's the worst thing <laughs> yeah, that that's ever happened. Yeah, what? Who greenlit that? Like, why was that? Who thought of that? Yeah, it all, yeah. it's just so funny to me to think that like that was in like maybe like two thousand two or something. Yeah. So like less than ten years before, those dudes had had just socks on their dicks doing heroin <laughs> in front of the Roxy, and now that Disney presents. Yeah, dude. Uh, that's that's amazing. Yeah. Um, now it is it is funny to, to think about like a lot of the uh, the overlays and like upgrades that they've done to some of those rides, like obviously pirates. You know, like a lot of the stuff. Yeah, that, which man did that age poorly? <laughs> yeah, like the wench for a bride thing just left now. Like yeah. that should have been the first thing to go. <laughs> You know, well, what's like, funny too is like, yeah, they just got like not take even the hole for a bride. Like it's yeah. well, and the funniest thing is like you know for years they were fighting about like oh we got to get rid of the wench for a bride thing and the chasing everyone around. It's not very you know progressive or PC. But then they also spent like ten million dollars putting in robots of a dude who hits chicks. Oh, I know that's right. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I went on it, and now every Johnny Depp looks like he's hiding around a barrel, like I'm gonna <laughs> punch a lady, like he's fucking. <laughs> I, I I always like. Hoped that they would make a, a Eddie Murphy uh, haunted mansion. Just, oh just God! For, just like because it, you know it would have been like a great idea like before the movie came out. Like, right? Oh, this is gonna be a smash hit. You know there were this, plans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. absolutely were totally. gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. That whole movie is just I'm Eddie Murphy in the haunted mansion. That's Isn't all that I crazy? Like <laughs> 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 that's all I remember. Yeah, that movie um, fucking stinks, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. It's a heaping pile of poo. I heard George. What's not George Romero? He's dead. No. Uh, poor guy. A great dude. Uh, Are you like, talking about the the movie version? They were yeah, they're gonna like do like a reboot. Uh, of, it was Guillermo del Toro. That's right. Del he's Toro. been talking about it for like 
15 years. Yeah, I but... love the Haunted Mansion. That's a yeah, yeah. No, it's, it, yeah. but it's pretty close, though. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a good fucking mansion. Like, <laughs> yeah. neither of us can do a voice. HP Lovecraft. Uh, I'm doing special needs Italian. You're doing... <laughs> I don't know what I'm... <laughs> Russian, yeah. Russian underwater. Yeah. We're, we're really all over the place. <laughs> But no, I mean, that would be a great movie. I don't know if they'll ever let him do it, though. I know, because there was, like, reports of him. Oh, they uh, Del Toro is riding the ride repeatedly, and the Hatbox Ghost has all this, uh, you know, to do with it. And it, that would be fucking astounding and amazing, I think. But, yeah, he's one of those guys that's just always working on projects that will never come Yeah, out. I like, feel like it, just, him and Tarantino, it's like every six months you hear, like, oh, he's writing this weird thing, and then you never hear about it again. Yeah. I also... I don't know how, like, of all the rides that could use a movie, I don't know if I need a Haunted Mansion movie. I think I get it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, totally. I think you said all you needed to say about a Haunted Mansion <laughs> in the Haunted Mansion. Yeah, well, maybe uh, they'll do a tiki room and they'll get into, you know, like, capitalism. Or, I don't know, maybe they'll have some, like, <laughs> maybe Michael Mann will do it and they'll have, like, crazy shot. Like, Dude, I shot. love that. <laughs> yeah. I love that so it's much. A... It's just heat, but with the birds from the tiki yes. room. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Um, well, they're doing that Jungle Cruise. That's uh, right, movie Jungle with the Cruise. Rock. Yeah, it's like okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could just kind of slap him to anything, and it'll, it'll, it'll. I, I get that. Remember, Tomorrowland had a movie. It was. I never so saw odd. it, but it looked real bad. Yeah, it was just like melodramatic. I, I mean, and and really. Well, looked uh, like it was going to be because Brad Bird did it. Brad Bird did it, and it looked yeah. like it was going to be a lot of his weird Ayn Rand like shit. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, hey, I'm, I'm good. I saw The Incredibles. Good enough. <laughs> No nah, man. It, so you so you did work there. When did you work first work there? I worked there it was my first job. So I worked there when I was like 17. Oh shit. I worked there for like a year, got fired. Uh worked waited like 6 months, went back, worked there for like three and a half more years then got fired again <laughs> so okay what did you i've gotten fired twice for disneyland and neither time for the things i should have been fired for because i've done terrible things on disney property oh gosh dude that's 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 great though this is what this podcast is about we want to hear these juicy details right you always hear like i've always heard about people just you know fucking smashed on drugs like while working there or just like all the debauchery that's correct yes yeah like when 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 you find out someone went to like an all-girls school or an all-boys school that's right. I, I just imagine that they you know just really not nothing good was happening you know like <laughs> i i grew up surround i'm saying this is context for the next thing i grew up surrounded by drug addicts i was yeah, never yeah. really shocked or surprised by drug use I have never seen more cocaine done than by the kitchen staff at the Plaza Inn on Main Street, USA. Wow. So, uh, okay. So, did you, did you work in food service at first? I worked in foods the first time. I worked at Plaza Inn, yeah. And that was, uh, yeah, first job I was very bad at. <laughs> I fucking hated it because I was like fat and just sweaty and behind the like the fucking line in the summer. So, I'm just sweating into people's food. Oh, man. They, yeah, that's, that's hilarious. I, you know... Like the cast members, I feel so bad for because they probably get like I've heard people tell me that like you'll get guests or uh, yeah guests that complain about like the weather like it's just literally every fucking thing that they could be disappointed. Oh, we with. got genuine people like like multiple people sincerely asked me or people I knew like if we were going to put the dome up because it was raining. <laughs> what? Like they didn't like they genuinely thought we had some sort of temperature controlled dome like a Bond villain. I mean they've got the money, but no, that's not. There. I'm shocked we, we yeah. don't, but <laughs> yeah. we don't. <laughs> the dome. That's kind of. That's crazy. I think Elon Musk is probably working on that. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious, dude. That's crazy. So you worked in, in food service. Did they ever send you to Club 33 to... You had to... You, they only sent, like, the real, like, 
hot shit. You had to work your. It was the SEAL Team Six of Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> Only the best in brand. I've been to Club Thirty Three like as a guest. Like I've eaten there. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I never got to work there. Never. Was was there like a sort of Freemasonry? You know, was there like a eyes wide shut kind of was there orgies? You know, <laughs> it what? was honestly it's it, yeah. I, I, you know, it's funny. Is I went before I knew what Club Thirty Three was, so I was just like, oh, we're just going to like a restaurant I've never heard of. I'm like, <laughs> oh no, they have fucking knife forks here. What am I doing? <laughs> but no, working there. I mean, it was the job everyone wanted to get sent to because you'd actually make good money. Because yeah. like a lot of the restaurants, there's no tips. Oh yeah, but they tip there, and it's you know you're serving fucking millionaires, so you're making good tips on that. Um, but yeah, no, I never went there. I worked mostly just the Plaza Inn and a couple of little like food carts on Main Street. Um, yeah, and I spent most of that time drunk. So, <laughs> what about like the the work parties? Like a lot of people describe it like it was like the seventies. Like it just sounds like it was. Oh, just... dude, it was the uh, the one of the gnarliest parties I've ever, or the gnarliest like blackouts I've ever had. I should say was at a Disney work party. <laughs> I remember I went to this uh, I went to this chick's house. Who I worked with me and a couple of my buddies. And we're hanging out, and then the pills come out, and we're all just kind of getting fucked up. And I remember blacking out, and this was in Anaheim. Yeah. And I woke up. I don't know how many hours later. I just know I was in Diamond Bar. <laughs> I don't know how I got there. I still, to this day, don't really know where Diamond Bar is. <laughs> I was also in a boat. Uh, I was not wearing pants. Oh, my God. There was like a boat parked in a driveway, and my friends were throwing rocks over the boat. <laughs> They're just like, dude, you got to wake up. The cops are coming. And I went... No, <laughs> and they had to like con me out of a boat as the sound of sirens <laughs> approached. That's amazing. Was yeah, that like- it, it is though. Like it is. There's this very like, uh, like almost like when you hear military people. Like there's like Disney employees glommed together, and it becomes this unit more than like anywhere else I've ever worked. It feels oh. like it's a very, very specific job experience, very specific kind of a culture that builds up around it. Yeah, because it's all just. You know, most of it is just drunk college kids who are just like, oh, this is awesome. We, you know, we we have the best version of a shitty college job you can have. <laughs> yeah. And it's, there's condos, right? Isn't there like, uh, like um, some sort of program where you can just like. there? Are, that's like the college program, oh, okay. which is kind of indentured servitude. <laughs> like basically what it is, is they're like, you come work here and we'll give you lodging. But then they take all your money to pay for the lot. So basically you're working for free for like eight months. Oh shit! So okay. every college program kid I knew was just like you, you do it either because you have a summer to kill and you want something to do, or you do it because you want to come into the company in like a management level. Uh-huh. But every kid I knew doing it was just fucking dying. Like they were just <laughs> like, well, I can't afford to eat, and now I got to smile for twelve hours. Oh fuck! Yeah, and they're they're very strict on on a lot of like keeping face, right? Like you can't. Like, uh, what are some of the rules that they have that were kind of... I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, I've been written up for not smiling multiple times. (laughs) Uh, Weird shit, like you're not allowed to point with one finger. Oh. Because I guess in some cultures, pointing with one finger is like, hey, fuck you. So you can tell if somebody worked at Disney, because I I don't know if you know Nicole Buchanan. She's another... uh, Yeah, I know. Yeah, another comedian. Me and her bond over that, because we all instinctually, even when we're telling somebody to go fuck themselves, we point with two fingers. (laughs) Like, it's just built into our, uh, our DNA. That's crazy. Uh, I'm trying to think of other weird shit. Yeah, you couldn't really... You weren't supposed to have your hands in your pockets. Uh, Just weird, dumb shit like that. It was, you know... Like, like the kind of stuff they tell you not to do at other jobs, but then you just do anyway. Yeah, but, like, yeah, they yeah. actually enforced it, and it was very very, uh, very odd to get yelled at for not being in a good enough mood. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Who could blame you, though? Some of that shit just sounds so torturous. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I liked working there is the thing. It yeah. wasn't... Like, there was stuff about it I hated, but I... 
I enjoyed the job. It was a yeah. dumb job with very low stakes. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I, you gotta, you gotta find the fun in it. You know, I, I, I mean, that's when I was a kid. I was like, man, this would be great to work here. You right. know, and then when you get older, you're like, oh shit, I don't know. But with, uh, with, with the, uh, yeah, like working there, I always heard about lingo and stuff. You, you talk about telling people to fuck off. Isn't there like words that they uh, tell you to use, like instead of swearing? Like, isn't there like a weird Disney language? I don't, I don't know. I don't know that I remember that. In terms of like the weird secret lingo, a lot of it was like the secret codes for shit that was going wrong. Like, uh, like if somebody pisses, it's a code U. Uh, like code V. Right? Code V is, is puke. Oh, yeah. Okay, code yeah, yeah. Uh, Code M was shit. Uh, shit and blood, I think, was both code M, <laughs> which was uh, which was always fun to call in to uh, custodial because they're like, which one are we coming for? Neither's good, but one's worse. Like, <laughs> what about like, uh, isn't there code? I forgot the ashes one is, but there's a, a phenomenon now where people like scatter their ashes of a loved one. On yes, a ride. we. I never had to deal with this. Yeah, but I have heard about like that. It's become such a thing. They're like, I guess they started doing this after I left, but I guess they're training employees now, like how to approach people like hey you can't put a corpse here <laughs> that should be like yeah common knowledge you know but uh it's they'd be but crazy also, but also it's sort of like who gives a shit yeah I'm throw a little bit of the body you know what i mean it's you know what it is if somebody loves disneyland so much that they want their ashes there i bet they spent plenty of fucking money <laughs> that's true on disney i bet they bought plenty of fucking pins i bet they put plenty of money into the churro economy totally. and they're allowed to have a little bit of their corpse in the lake like i, I think that's fair i i yeah i could definitely you know it's not like you're that. throwing a toe in there like it's ashes no <laughs> yeah, one's yeah. gonna notice more ashes come out of the fireworks show like yeah totally i mean there, there's probably people dying behind the scenes constantly you if know? they were there's backroom <laughs> deals and you know if they yeah. were smart what they would do is they would you know how they have those like uh, companies that'll launch your ashes into space or whatever yeah they would be like hey pay us 500 dollars and we'll put some of your loved one's ashes in a fireworks shell and we'll shoot oh, it out of it. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, and they'll get scattered across Disneyland. <laughs> they don't even have to actually do it. They can just fucking throw it in the trash, yeah, yeah, but they can yeah. say they did it. That actually might, yeah, that, that'll probably deter some of the folks. Well, yeah, because then that. it's like, oh, I can do it, like, yeah. authorized. Yeah. And, oh, man. Yeah, that makes sense. It's, uh, yeah, it's it's funny because so I heard someone use Have a Magical Disney Day. And I guess that, that means fuck off, right? That That's, That one is, generally what it is, is you really lean into the... There, there's there's like a passive aggressive way to kind of lean into just like okay hello I'm from Disneyland you know what I mean <laughs> if you're really doing the lingo hard that's the fuck off okay yeah I also was just I was I would just walk away from people like I just was bad about it I uh not I just got fired for not showing up but I uh I don't know I was not great at faking it oh man well that that's it, it's so it's it's awesome to to hear some of these uh, details you know uh, I. I definitely wanted to work at Disney. It never happened. Uh, and everyone would be like, oh, man, you should do costume character. You're, you're a tall guy. But I think I exceed the normal limit of, like, height. Like, I'm such a fucking You could probably play freak. some weird one, though. Like, you like could play, play like the Beast or, like, uh, like a yeah. Mr. Incredible or something. Yeah. I, I, I remember uh, – this is funny. I just got a flashback. I got, like <laughs> – I got a, a a bad stare from some father because Mrs. Incredible is, like – um, thick. She's, yeah, she's very thick. And I was yeah. like a teenager, I think. I was like, you know, 17 or something. The first Incredibles would come out. It was a parade. And I'm like, damn, this Incredible is a big ass. You yeah. know, and this, this de- <laughs> you know, very audibly, like, loud. And I think it, like, I don't know how loud I was, but yeah, several people, like, looked back at me. I'm like, what? I'm not lying. Yeah, you know, she's done. Yeah, yeah. I knew a guy because I worked. Um, 
crowd control for there was this like little Pixar like street show thing. And the Incredibles were out there, and one of them, like, it was a dude who played Mrs. Incredible. Like, the ass is all padding. <laughs> and the poor guy is just, like, every day, like, yeah, another dad tried to finger me. Like, <laughs> wait, so it's a, it's a male that plays. Sometimes, yeah. Oh, okay, it's, it yeah. really, I mean, all the costume character stuff comes down Swap. to, like, they built the suit, and it's if you fit in the suit and you can pull it off, we'll put you in it. So it's a lot of, you know. It's, what's funny is it's a lot of women playing like the the classic ones. Like Mickey Mouse is yeah. always a chick, you know what I mean? Totally. But then some of those other ones that have to do like the parade shit. It's a lot of times it's like theater school gay dudes because <laughs> they're good with the uh, they they know how to perform it, but they also can do like a lot of like long term repeated shit. Man, that that uh, that's that's great though that they they give everyone a, an opportunity at Disney. You know, I, I don't know, yeah. uh, but <laughs> what this kind of reminds me of. Uh, I went recently with my buddy who's like an ex he's like a reformed cholo and he's in his like late <laughs> reformed 40s. cholo. Yeah, yeah. He's, he works there now currently. He's, yeah, he, he renounced the Raiders. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. He hung up his uh, Raider gear and yeah. No, he uh yeah, he we, we were going on Alice in Wonderland and there was this employee and he was like very flamboyant and very into what he was doing. Right. And it was so great because yeah, he was so fucking dedicated. But he, he was doing like this, oh, which way do I go? Here or there? Or where am I? Oh my god. Yeah, and I remember just watching Juan and he's like, Man, that was a trip. Like he, he just was totally <laughs> flabbergasted with this guy just like being an ant, an insane person. But I you know, you gotta you gotta give it to Disneyland for you see that a lot more at Disneyland, like the dedication yeah. sort of because it is it is like a legendary park, you know, Walt Disney, you know, was racist there, whatever. No, no. <laughs> a lot of fun. But yeah, fun fun little racist tidbit. There's a, next time you go to California Adventure over in the Hollywood area, there are like these lamp posts that are specific ones Walt Disney always like was like, I like these. I want to put these somewhere in the park. And if you look at the pattern around them, they have straight up swastikas on them. No shit. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. Like, Wait, uh, where are they? They're in the Hollywood area? They're in like, the Hollywood area. I will uh, I will try and find... <laughs> at some point before you leave, I'll try and find Dude, them. Dude, that's amazing. That's crazy. Dude, it's, yeah, there's a lot... There's an abundance of burning menorahs in Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, oh, you know, shit. you don't have to look that hard for some of this shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I'm surprised Uncle Remus is not on a Splash Mountain. You no, know? I feel like they were going to put him in there. They're <laughs> yeah. like, ah, hang on. I know. Come on. It's the late 80s. I don't know if this is really going to fly. Gonna, we're going to build a separate but equal log ride over at Knott's Berry Farm. <laughs> and Uncle Remus can hang Dude. out there. Dude, so so Knotts. Did you have a lot of experiences at Knotts? I worked Knotts too, actually. Oh no, shit! What yeah, did you, what did you do there? I was uh, I worked in games like the carnival games. I was, oh, uh, that must have been. I worked. I worked basically. I worked there for four months. I stole a lot of money and then I quit. <laughs> <laughs> like I remember one day I just walked in and I was like, "How do I quit?" And, he's, and the guy's like, "Well, you fill out like this paper and then you come in for two weeks." I'm like. No, I'm just going to not work today, and then I don't work here anymore. <laughs> it's one of the only jobs I've ever quit. I was just like, fuck you. That's pretty amazing, right? Dude, well, dude, they fucking, they suck, man. Because they, like, dude, they sewed the pockets of your pants shut, and they had you on, like, closed-circuit camera. All the, they, they, like, are so untrusting of their employees Jesus. that it made me want to do crimes, allegedly, because <laughs> I don't know if this is technically admissible in court. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I feel yeah. That, that's... Wow, that, I didn't know Knotts would be so like rigid about that. That's yeah, not, maybe yeah. it wasn't the whole park, but it it seemed like it. It didn't. I went there because I assumed like, oh, I worked at Disneyland for a long time. This yeah. would be a similar vibe. Very much not. Oh, it was wow. not cool. No one was friendly. Everyone was haggard. You know yeah, what I mean? It was yeah, fucking. Yeah. It was just a bummer place Th- to that work. It seems like yeah, like a dude that was on like a like an all star team, and then he just like. 
Yeah, is not, and he's on like a yeah. This yeah, is Michael Jordan string. at the Wizards. Yeah, like that's yeah, exactly, exactly what. Except it was a guy who's not good at basketball. <laughs> it was Michael Jordan on that baseball team. <laughs> I remember the, the that Hangman show, and I uh, it was like Dustin Douglas uh, Kennedy worked worked that for a long time. Yeah, now, I'm gonna have him on it and talk about that. But uh, I loved it because all those stage shows, like Universal. They they always they, they do like the pop culture jab with they just oh like you know about the hanging at the hangman yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. quick sh- sidebar we'll go back shout out to Dustin because I I go to uh, not scary farm every year I'm a huge like haunt fan oh dude yeah and it's the best did you go this year uh no I went last okay year. but you uh, so you went through dark ride right yes did you see the dummy at the front entrance no what was that there's a dead security guard at the front when you go to fucking uh, dark ride it's Dustin <laughs> no shit because they made like a promo video and it's him getting murdered and oh that's you look, it's like, oh shit. It's, it looks exactly like him. He's got the fucking the big beard and his big fat head. Like it's awesome. <laughs> I haven't seen that dude in years, but yeah, that's great, dude. Yeah, that that uh, yeah, Knotts Knotts is the OG horror night. I mean, they were like the first ones to kind of do it. Like, yeah, they really kind of invented the haunt as like a a concept. Certainly at a theme park. I I would argue Universal is probably better now, but Knotts yeah. Knotts definitely like paved the way for all of it. Totally, yeah. Universal definitely has like that. They have the money for like the movie magic. You yeah, know? like so it's 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 great in that aspect. But yeah, knots you can just they fucking crank it. You could get on like twelve mazes in a night. Right. Yeah. Horror, horror nights, you gotta you know. Yeah, I buy the front of the line pass totally. and just spend so much fucking money just because I can't. <laughs> I cannot do the three hour waits for everything. Yeah, I saw Brandon Boyd of Incubus with a VIP pass. I'm being so jealous. <laughs> of, it's not of him being an Incubus or any of his success with being in a band. I'm just like this motherfucker. It's a VIP pass. I would um, argue that a member of Incubus is not really a VIP. He's a moderately important person at best. Yeah. The dude from Alien Ant Farm had a VIP pass. <laughs> I was so jealous. Yeah, the bass player from Jimmy's Chicken Shack <laughs> got to the front of the line. All of them have great hair. That era was so amazing. Like late 90s, early 1000s oh, music. How tall was, and blonde can we get? It? Yeah, oh, it was, dude. I guess I would have fit in then. Maybe I could have made it in music if I was. Yeah, my, was, yeah no, that's that's hilarious, dude. That Yeah, that time it was just so fascinating with... The bizarre, because you're you're a big music guy. Yeah. Most human beings enjoy music. <laughs> but, Is uh, this relatable content? You yeah. enjoy sounds that are pleasant. <laughs> but no, you get. I I I remember you uh, you would you would uh, share like Jeff Jeff Rosenstock stuff. Right, and that guy's so fucking great. Yeah, no, dude. I'm a huge Jeff Rosenstock. I have his uh, the six 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 rainbow flag oh, on my well, wall. That's actually. so dope, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I well, and his that. shit like kind of influenced how I do comedy, like in terms of like the you know try to work outside of like the corporate system and make your own thing and find your own fans. Like that was a lot of what I did with like my podcast before that ended and a lot of shit. Yeah, no, that's, it's true, man. And I love that you guys work in like a very like close knit, like you guys, you know, it's the, you know, a lot of my favorite, this is going to be the most fucking pretentious thing ever, but the (laughs) best, the the best art to me is just like, you do it for somebody, not for everybody. Really. It's just like, that's my favorite. You know, you could tell it's, it's going (coughs) to, If it's honest to you, you know, that's that's, that's what I think. Could... No, I think that's definitely true because I think a lot of times you end up trying to make. Th- there's a mentality of how do I make this for as broad of an audience as possible? And then you sand the edges down and it's like maybe 100 people liked it, but no one cared about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Versus like maybe you make a weird thing that, you know, 90 people didn't understand at all, but 10 people fucking loved. And it like did something important for them. Like yeah. that's the cooler thing. To totally. Make. Yeah. And that's. But there are some weird things that kind of come to the surface that, uh, you know, like Little Teen, One Track Mike, uh, Shaniqua Don't Live Here No More. 
have no idea what that is. Okay, that was a one-hit wonder from 2001. It was this really goofy song. Okay. This dude had like a pineapple kind of dreadlock haircut, kind of like Jimmy's Chicken Shack or gotcha, one of those. Gotcha. But yeah, that song was killed by 9-11, uh, <laughs> actually. <laughs> like, it was, Wait, it was, what? Yeah, it was like big the week of 9-11. It was like gigantic, <laughs> and I never heard about him again. Was it one of the songs that got like pulled off the air because of 9-11 or was it just it just got- like people weren't really into it it was like is Shanique with there hell no it was like this really goofy is Shanique with there nah she was on the 48th floor and <laughs> didn't make it down in time <laughs> yeah. yeah it was yeah coincidentally about 9-11 no it, I remember there was a few things though that they did they did take oh, off oh they pulled a lot of you know what's funny though in, in terms of like weird music of that era is like as much as that band got fucked you know what band weirdly got buoyed by 9-11 was P.O.D. <laughs> Wait, what? Okay, so I had I had when I was I went through a brief Christian rock phase when I was in junior okay. high, and I remember I went to like the record store where you got the you know fucking Jesus Sky albums or whatever, and they were giving out free stickers, and it was for Pod's upcoming album, and it just said Pod nine eleven oh one, and I had it on my folder, and then I was like, oh shit. But then that song, that fucking dumb Alive song. Oh, it album, became like an anthem. Well, yeah, it right? blew up because it was like the only thing that came out right around there where people were like, oh, this makes us feel good, we guess. Yeah, yeah. And so we had to pretend P.O.D. was a good band for like three weeks. <laughs> yeah, I remember that clearly. I remember that. Like those dudes all probably went from like having to work at a McDonald's to being millionaires. Oh, totally. Because of 9-11. And now they're working at Disney. <laughs> yeah, so what I'm saying is Al-Qaeda are the real heroes. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I have, I have a friend who's a, a veteran, and uh, he he hates uh, fuck. What was it? I forgot. He hates a baseball team, and he's like, "Man, I, I'd root Al Qaeda against that team." <laughs> I forgot what it was. <laughs> just reminded me. He's just so great. But uh, no, the that time was yeah, it was so funny. And I nine eleven, one of the only days Disneyland closed. Actually, oh shit, that's right. Nine eleven. It was the day Kennedy was shot. Um, shit, there was like one other one. There was like one where they closed it for like to renovate, like for the fiftieth. And then there was, like, one other day where they closed recently for, like, I think it was wildfires or something. Oh. That's but they, like, never fucking close. Yeah, it could be, well, I guess not 9-11. But, yeah, it could be, yeah, something major and it stays open. That's, yeah, that's pretty amazing. There's probably someone, some freak out there doing some real-time, like, just filming Disneyland waiting for it to close. Some obsessed fan. I don't know. Oh, 100%. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's, like, and we, you know, to riff on the 9-11 thing one more time. No, let's, uh, dude, let's keep going. Man. Yeah, I remember uh, they had, oh, fuck, what was it? There's a lot of songs that were taken off the air. Oh, yeah, Jamiroquai had an album that came out. Yeah. And I knew this kid. He was like, he definitely, he, he had a touch of the Asperger's. Uh, I mean, <laughs> didn't, didn't we all? A Susan uh, of the Berg. Yeah, of the Berg. But we, I, <laughs> and that's I, coming from a man who runs a podcast about theme, theme park parks. minutia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> So and you know yeah we 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 all got a little quirks and uh, you know I had I had remedial classes with him so I'm not you know looking down on the fella but right. he was he was like an animator and he was making this whole it was pretty epic and uh, <laughs> like he was making this. Ill- it was a comic on soap shoes. Remember soap shoes? Oh my god! This is, this is so esoteric and whatever. But it was one like, person listening to this is losing their yeah, mind. I know how oh specific it is. Yeah, it was such a He's blowing the dust off their World Industries T-shirt, <laughs> remembering what it was like yes. to be two thousand two. His wet willy uh, tramp stamp is uh, <laughs> yeah full. Anyway, uh, so he's doing a comic so about yeah. soaps so or on soap. Yeah, on soap shoes. Very such a yeah weird craze. They were like these skate shoes. Uh, yeah, he was making this whole like 
dystopian uh, anime thing. It was like this crazy comic, but he was a great illustrator. And right. A lot of dudes would like pressure him to make uh, illustrations for them. But since we were in remedial classes, it was usually cholos and it'd be like, hey, fool, you know, get me with the 40 and my pit bull. And it was hilarious because I remember we started this school year and we, our teacher was like, all right, uh, I know you're a little bit of a, a dreamer. You, you've, you've, you uh, love to doodle. Uh, this year you're going to promise me you're going to focus on work. And I remember him just being like, yes. He seemed very subdued, like maybe he got some sort of medication. He's right. like, I'm going to focus on work, yes. But I saw him slowly, like, he, he got more and more into his creating his fantasy world of soap shoes and, like, losing track of school. And right. Hilarious. And all these other dudes getting him to draw stuff. And so at the end of the school year, like, it was a really disastrous year. He, he His grades were dropping. He had lost interest. And the teacher was like, oh, so uh, I thought you were going to focus this year. And it was like, uh, n- no. I saw him, like, just sweating. And he was getting kind of hounded by the teacher. Uh-huh. And uh, this dude, uh, Jose, in our class, was like, hey, where's that drawing? Dude, it's been, like, three weeks. And I saw him just snap in class. And he's like, I don't have your fucking stupid drawing. And it was in front of everybody. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and I got shit, man. It was like, yeah, falling down with uh, Michael Douglas. Right. But we. <laughs> the we best got, part is that I know in the back of my head, somehow we're going to 9 11 with this. We are. We are. Okay. Okay. Actually, it, dude, it wasn't the end of the year. It was the first few weeks. Cause yeah, th- that, that day, I felt bad for him. Like, hey, dude. You know, today's been a crazy day with this whole 9-11 thing. And you know, <laughs> it's really work. been a wacky day. Yeah, it's really been a crazy day. Oof. My <laughs> dogs are barking. <laughs> um, so are those ones at Ground Zero looking for body parts. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was, uh, yeah, it was It was funny because I went to his house to hang out with him. It was around that time, but he had lost his shit. And I went with him, and uh, we were supposed to draw that day. And it was 9-11. And I remember being like, man, I think I should go home because we're like drawing and you're like watching all these details and it's like the world is ending. Yeah. On fire. And we had never seen anything like that. So no. Like, yes. What do we do? Yeah. But the best part about that is, is he was so hell bent on finding out if the new Jamiroquai album was at Warehouse Music. <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> that was his biggest concern. Like that day he, had, you know, he, he failed the class. Uh, 9-11 happened the, the thousands of people died we, our safety we didn't we, you didn't know what was going to happen and the biggest concern of <laughs> of his was to see if Jamiroquai's fucking follow up to his one hit album was yeah. out it was, not, it's not even the, it's not even virtual insanity no it's, it's the not. next one it's the next one yeah. and he calls Warehouse I remember hearing it like on speaker and the dude's like uh, I don't know dude I think we're going to close like <laughs> It's fucking nine yeah. eleven today. Like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> oh man, Jameer Kwai. That's so fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> Just the idea of people who had to do dumb, weird shit on nine eleven is very fun to me. Yeah, yeah, but it makes sense that Disneyland closed that day, and yeah, because it would have yeah. been an well, they were open, I think, for a minute, and then they were like, oh yeah, we got to get everyone the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know what was funny about nine eleven? Uh, I mean, a lot of stuff, but. <laughs> In this is like I get closing Disneyland like obviously that's a thing that if you're a terrorist you'd be like oh what do they like like yeah, you know yeah. I can see that but every little th- like I remember like I you know I went to fucking this little junior high in Huntington Beach and they're like we've alerted the authorities and we've been you know we are at maximum security level I'm like I don't think Al Qaeda is coming for <laughs> the World Trade Center <laughs> and the second best junior high in this district <laughs> of Orange County. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was hysteria. I remember uh, this kid in in class was really 
uh, deadly convinced that it was aliens. He was like, no, it's aliens, dog. It's got to be aliens. <laughs> no, <Nah>, dog. <laughs> but uh, no, there, there was no welcome to Earth moment. There was no nah. aliens. It was... Uh, no, no I, just, I, I felt bad because I didn't really get it. So I remember going to school and like I was like 13 or whatever. And like our teacher, like a fun bunch of our classes being like, we're not going to do homework today. Just your homework is go hang out with your family. And just be like, tight. <laughs> Fucking 9-11 rules, dude. <laughs> okay, I know we were supposed to talk about the embargo, no, but no, now we're doing a 9-11. No, this, this, is, so, this is what this pod is. Amazingly, but... this is going to somehow tie both these things together. Okay. Have you been to New York? No, I haven't yet. So I've been a few times, and the first time I went, I went to the Ground Zero uh, oh, Memorial. Shit. Now, quick sidebar. They have a cool badass thing. ride, right? They've got a- <laughs> it, here's the fucked up part. It's kind of a theme park. Like it's, oh. it's not a, like there's no rides, but it is like there's like t-shirt kiosks. And yeah, like, you know, fucking six thousand people died, and all I got was this lousy mug, like that kind of. Thing. <laughs> Please there's, tell me that's a mug. It's uh, a, not quite, okay. but there is like there is a there is a nine eleven logo, like a very specific like nine eleven. Like it like it was clearly designed. They use it on all the things. It's like a typeset thing, which means that someone at like some advertising firm. <laughs> scored the big 911 account that is so odd it's so like we got one for you boss <laughs> so there's a picture I, of I, hand to god i bought a churro at ground zero like that's a real thing dude which, that little, should be your life piece, story little yeah. pieces of cinnamon falling off the top floor like it was a whole thing wow so I bought a churro at 911 something the, profound about that the reason i bring that up is to bring this up so i was supposed to be on the second plane to hit the world trade center are you fucking kidding me? 100% true. I was in Boston. I was visiting my family. I was supposed to come back on 9-11. Last second, we had to fly me home earlier because I had to like start. I forget exactly what it was. Yeah. But I literally. Jamiroquai was dropping. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, I'm not going to miss. The, 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 I got to get in line for the new Jamiroquai album. <laughs> if the, war, the warehouse music is going to be swamped. I'm not going to go to Sam Goody like a no. fucking idiot. <laughs> what moron goes to Sam Goody? So, so like, yeah, I was supposed to be on the plane. And, like, obviously what happened happened. And, like, my whole, like, life after that, I felt, like, weirdly guilty because I was worried somebody got my seat on standby. Like, somebody oh, was just shit. like, yes! Like, you know what? I'm reading the copy of Entertainment Weekly I left behind. Like, oh, American Pie 2 is going to be good. What's going on in the cockpit? And then... <laughs> but fucking... So I, I said I wanted to go to, like, the, uh, the Ground Zero Memorial. And they have this fountain... And it has the names of all the people uh, that died, like, engraved in it. And it's, like, these big reflecting pools, like, where the towers were. And I remember I'm looking at it, and I'm with my girlfriend at the time. And, like, I start getting, like, emotional. I start getting choked up because I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, my name could have been on the thing. And she did it's heavy. This, yeah. She did the sweetest, like, the sweetest. Like, you ever have somebody do something for you that is such a small, dumb thing, but you feel completely seen by a person? Totally. Because she did it because she goes... Look, I know you're having a hard time, but I need you to look at this. And she pointed at one of the names, and it was a dude, and his name was Dong. <laughs> and, and what I should have done is gone, oh, you. Instead, I started laughing so loud oh, that I was asked to leave the 9-11 Memorial <laughs> Fountain. Wait, and that's only the first time I've been kicked out of the 9-11 Memorial Fountain. <laughs> okay. <laughs> only the first time. Okay. The second time I was there for Rose Battle, and I tried to take a very disrespectful photograph. Oh, uh, shit. Like, I had, like, their title belt or whatever, and there was a guy on the fucking memorial fountain who had the same name as the guy I was Rose Battling, so I was going to, like, take a picture with the belt next to it. And <laughs> oh, as fuck. soon as we put the belt on the thing, five cops showed up. And we're like, get the fuck out of here. Damn, I'm like, dude. yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, see this. I, that's what I love about this this whole podcasting thing, man. <laughs> I'm new to it, but it's great that it can go. We can talk about everything from you know the animatronics at the tiki room or 9/11. It's all <laughs> I didn't all expect of, this much 9/11. <laughs> yeah. Look, if you want me to flip to Disneyland, I can tell you all the places at Disneyland I have had sex. Oh <laughs> shit, that's okay. So, is there is there a term for that? Is there like a code brand? You know, code. Yeah, it's called nice. Okay, <laughs> that's what it's called. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I mean we. Uh, yeah, I've caught people fucking at Disneyland before. Uh, I worked at the. Uh, the fuck is it called the, the 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 crazy Ferris wheel at California, but the fun wheel yeah, was yeah, the yeah. sun wheel with like the crazy swinging gondolas. Yes. And one night I was uh, I was oh. working it, and like you know I load up these two couples who are there together. And they're hammered drunk, clearly. And they're they're having a good time. We put them in one of the swinging ones. We're like, have fun. And the thing, basically, it swing, stop, swing, stop, swing, stop, does a full rotation. Then it does one full spin and comes back down. So as it's coming back through the station, I see one of the couples are just straight up fucking. Like, hardcore. And the other one, the guy is eating the chick's pussy on the in the gondola, which feels like a weird move, I guess. Yes, I would vomit into that. And they are full-on coming through the station in front of about 500 people. <laughs> and everybody's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> and the chick getting eaten out, panic. She just, like, bucks him out of the way, so yeah. trying to put her pants on. The dude fucking the girl just looks at the crowd and just goes, yeah! <laughs> Thumbs up, keeps pounding his way. <laughs> so we had to stop it, and we had to bring him back to kick him off. But, like, the swinging one... It keeps swinging for like a minute when it hits the station, so you got to wait before you can unload it. Yeah. So we're just sitting there while this guy is like putting his dick away. We're all looking at him. No one doesn't know what happened. And he goes, "You gonna call security?" And I look around and I go, "No." Yeah, that's amazing. I'm like you're cool, dude. I know, right, dude? That guy, I would walk with an extra pep in my step. Yeah, after, that guy my... fucking rocked. Dude. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. What... I've also had sex on that Ferris wheel. Oh shit! What about a? So people always think that Haunted Mansion is one, but they, they have so many cameras, right? Yeah, they well, they're watching. They know that that's the spot everyone goes for. And so that dude like, is definitely beating off. Who's ever watching those? those well, no, they'll videos. get on the intercom and they'll fuck with you. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Or when yeah, you yeah, come yeah. through the station, they'll applaud. Like, it's, oh, that's funny. They're a hundred percent. Yeah, no, Pirates of the Caribbean was a good one. If you okay. get the back row and it's like a slow day, yeah, yeah, you yeah. run around that. Short corner, you get a little jerk off action, not like a full situation. Yeah, yeah, some hand action. You gotta, yeah. you're looking for thirty second gaps in a lot of these Disney <laughs> scenarios. The funniest one is, uh, I worked at, uh, I worked at the Toy Story Midway Mania. Yeah, and you know the Mr. Potato Head that's out there. Yeah, the crazy animatronic. Yeah, for anybody who, who doesn't know what I'm talking about, there's a Mr. Potato Head animatronic in the line for the Toy Story ride that like interacts with people. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. It is. Cool. Well, there's a room in the back where like basically somebody's controlling it the whole time. Uh-huh. So it's got all these cameras and like all these canned things. So basically, it's like you f- you click on the kid with the red shirt, and then you push the button that says "Hey, you in the red shirt." And there's like sort of like predetermined like conversations you can have or whatever. But I fucked in there one time. So literally, I was having sex while with one hand controlling oh, the potato head. <laughs> I just you kept making him sing a song because that would kill a minute and a half. So it was. Uh... <laughs> That's amazing. And then. Uh... Wow, so that's crazy, dude. Uh, it's it's funny because I've always I've heard like rumors and stuff like at Knotts. I remember people talking about that. Remember the dinosaur ride? That's where I got my first hand job. Oh, dude. Okay, the Knotts so, Berry yeah, yeah, dinosaur yeah. ride, dude. The dinosaur ride, yeah, with the Mark Twain sign. You know, you're going twenty million. You're going years. back in time. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, that fucking guy. I was yeah, like, dude. I sure am, sailor. I know. Like, I remember. Yeah, like that dude must have seen plenty of 
jerk offs, you know. Oh, for sure, dude. I, yeah, I had a whole bit about it when I started about just like <laughs> the first time someone touched my wiener, I was surrounded by robot dinosaurs. How am I ever supposed to enjoy sex again? <laughs> That's pretty epic. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, like he made eye contact in my brain. He was just like my child. My people went extinct for you to have this moment. Look at you erupting like your love volcano blow. <laughs> Yeah, you know, his whole... That and then I got to just get blown in a car. I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh, that's amazing, man. I So this actually brings me to uh, the, the, the last segment of the show. I, okay. I have... Uh, I've come across some really fascinating uh, fan fiction. Oh, and shit. And obviously... Dude, so Disney fans... They they don't fuck around. They get they get get pretty insane. Uh, like you remember the Mad Tea Party band that was at yes. like yeah, California Adventure. They have you know they have different uh, themes and they have bands and stuff play. One at one time it was the Mad Tea Party band and they're all Alice in Wonderland characters. You got the Mad Hatter fucking belting it out. You got the rabbit playing you know guitar or whatever probably <laughs> on some molly or whatever well yeah, yeah it was like this very themed thing and then they're still playing like a fucking journey song yeah like, oh you guys are just a shitty wedding band exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well th- like the fandom is so extreme at disney parks they're fan fiction for the there's, Mad fa- Hatter there's band. sexual fan fiction for them and i, I don't that's know why- a, that's not even the best dance party <laughs> there was in that part of the park no the tron one was the cool oh one. Dude, yeah tron, electronic ripped dude yeah, that was dope yeah yeah you can get a, your colored drink. You can play arcade. Dude, you know? I, I, yeah. I, I, I remember there, when that happened, I was still working there. And there was a good run where a lot of my friends were like, hey, when we get off, we're going to go take Molly and go fuck around in Tron land. I'm like, <laughs> hell yeah, you are. Fuck yeah, dude. Actually, they have the coaster coming to Disney World. Finally, like the oh no, because I watched the video of like the Shanghai, Shanghai one, and that yeah, looks fucking yeah. crazy. It's so yeah, it's yeah. rad. That's anyway, sorry, on. I'm interrupting. Oh no, I, I just hope they do eminent domain someplace so we can just have the Tron coaster. You Dude, know, I would love like, it. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know, just but do we need the Anaheim Convention Center? Just turn it into fucking Tronopia. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, but yeah, they so there, there's there's some insane fan fiction. Um, yeah, there's a dude online. His I think his name is Pao Ping. Um, he's a, a very distinguished author on the old internet. Pao Ping? Yeah, Pao Ping. Okay. He's written like... He is one of two things. He is either Asian, which is totally fine, <laughs> or he is just a man who is also cartoon sound effects of a bullet ricochet. <laughs> Pao Ping! Yeah, maybe. I, he Depends either, on the spelling. I don't know. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm not technically being racist. I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't write that off, so that could be yeah, that dude, because it is, it is pretty insane. He has like 85 pages of... Of Disney, it's called Disneyland erotic. Disneyland, a come so fantasy or something. <laughs> it is so disturbing. But how do you not call it Disneyland? Oh, I know, it's right? Right there, it's right Pau there. Ping. Yeah, he. <laughs> but I have to pow ding you for that one. Yeah, yeah, so. totally, man. Uh, but yeah, it's it's great. There's, there, I have an excerpt from his uh, one of his stories. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna get that, and I'd like you to read that on the pod. It's. <laughs> It, it might get <laughs> might get a little steamy in here, Keith. You might have to open a we'll window. Crack, dude. We'll, we'll crack a window. Okay. We'll pop some buttons. Yeah, okay, good, good. Okay. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So this, I, I'm so stoked uh, to to have you here and have you because I feel like you could really bring this to life, Mr. Keith. Uh, this is from uh, Mr. Pao Ping, but uh, this story is simply titled Pocahontas and Jane. Mm, sometimes you accidentally glance ahead at the page. and oh. You know what's funny? I'm yeah. just like, I've looked at three random parts of this paper and every part bummed me out. <laughs> not not one inch of space on this page isn't terrible. Okay. So he has a, a preface at the beginning where he's like, you know, 
ble- it's it's basically like I'm not a bad person. Like, he's trying to justify <laughs> writing all of this <laughs> yeah. as a Roman Polanski preamble. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he's like. You know, and forgive me, please. Uh, my, so this is to excite you know, and, and bring sexuality to its fullest extent. It's very pretentious, actually, for something so shittily written. Yeah, which like, I find that more offensive than what I'm about to find fairly offensive. Yeah, like, like Alan, Alan Moore has like a, he has a pretty badass uh, series with like Alice in Wonderland. But obviously that's fucking Alan Moore. You right. Know, he's like a genius. So yeah. He can make that work. But yeah, this is not Alan Moore. This is Palping. Isn't it weird how many different art, total tangent, how many art forms like you know have tried to do like what if Alice in Wonderland but she's a slut like why is why is it such a thing why is she the one character where we're like yeah but what if she fucked <laughs> yeah I know every time yeah I think it's just because of her like she's in the fantasy world and there's well yeah it's like, like you know, she's got the bottle that says drink me and then the dildo that says fuck me <laughs> <laughs> So all right. looks down at her pussy, just two eyes and a mouth, like the Cheshire. Cat. Oh fuck, the Cheshire Snatch, dude. <laughs> oh man, all right. So I'll, I'll envision that forever. But uh, yeah, this is uh, this is a excerpt. We're gonna lay down some smooth jazz. Well, I'm, this doesn't really seem like a smooth jazz. Fuck, we're about to get. We, the- we, uh, we could probably lay it down. Oh yeah, so. Uh, before I forget, he also uh, has a disclaimer that English is not his first language, so uh, be patient while reading this. Well, his uh, first language appears to be passion. <laughs> yes, yes, it's, yes. It's there and it's frothy. Uh, all right, so all right, here this we seems go. like it's starting in the middle of a story. This is, okay. So I took an abs- <laughs> This is like in the middle of... Uh, I just don't know if I need context. Yeah, like, okay. I feel like I'm watching Empire and I didn't see New Hope. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you, might not, you might not need to know, but Pocahontas... I didn't see season one of <laughs> this guy jerks off to obscure California adventure <laughs> seasonal events from 2008. Yeah, you, you could YouTube, but there might be a you know a, a catch-up video. But yeah, yeah. this to, to fill you in, Pocahontas and Jane, uh, I think, are liking each other. They're, okay. they're, they have, they've taken a liking to each other. Who's Jane? Jane from Tarzan. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. It's, I think it's. Sorry, a, I have a lot of questions, and I feel like that's not. You're not the author. I'm asking you to explain someone else's work, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I yeah. This is. Uh, okay. it, it'll it, it'll make sense. Yeah. So it's Tarzan, which means there could be a weird racial element. So, oh shit. Okay, I got to just read this thing because I can't yes. keep spoiling something. <clears throat> okay. Pocahontas pushes Jane on the ground in what came close to being a wrestle tack. I don't know why I'm doing it like I'm calling a football game. <laughs> They're at the 40 yard line getting each other wet. <laughs> Pocahontas pushes Jane on the ground in what came close to being a wrestle tackle. Pocahontas quickly takes her dress off over her head. I like that he works in the first tense, like present tense. You <laughs> yes. know, it's like this is happening now. Yeah. This is screenwriting 101. Leaving her naked on top of Jane and French kissing her French, best kind, while moving back and forward with their pussies grinding together, making them both moan. I'm going to keep stopping. <laughs> yes, yeah. we have to. Here's what I love about this. is This is clearly a man who has never seen or understood a vagina's function. Dude, he's like, they. oh, yeah, they mash them up all good. <laughs> They're really in there slamming them together. <laughs> Jane sticks her tongue out and Pocahontas licks it thoroughly, <laughs> making them exchange large amounts of spit. Jane smacked Pocahontas' ass so hard it left. She knows he's going to past tense. This is sloppy. Jane smacked Pocahontas' ass so hard it left big red marks on her cheeks. Pocahontas lifted her gigantic tits over Jane's face, and Jane was quick to put them in her mouth and to suck on them roughly, making Pocahontas' breaths come in long pants. Okay. okay, this guy is coming in long pants. Yes. <laughs> Suddenly, Pocahontas stands up. <laughs> what do you want? She asked playfully. Jane smiles playfully. Give me that fucking cunt. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> 
I don't want to tell this guy how to choose his adjectives. <laughs> no, he Point. might. Dude, Palpink, maybe this could this could be beneficial. I mean, this might be a performance issue on mine, but I don't know how to play playfully telling someone to give me their fucking cunt. <laughs> how many playfullys was there? Uh, well, there's about to be one more. They laughed playfully. <laughs> Pocahontas sat down on a big <laughs> Pocahontas sat down on a big rock <laughs> with her legs. <laughs> Somebody who's obsessed with Disney, he's not doing any work. No. Like she could be sitting on, I don't know, fucking one of the Splash Mountain logs or that yeah. caterpillar, but no, a big rock <laughs> with her legs closed while Jane got on her hands and knees and crawled to her like a tiger hunting its prey. First misspelled word, actually. <laughs> Say please, Pocahontas commanded. I want you to beg for it. Please give me that fucking pussy, baby. <laughs> I don't. Do <laughs> what's funny is that like, me and you have hung out like three times. Yeah, ever, yeah. And you're like, no, read this porn while I make eye contact <laughs> with you. <laughs> Pocahontas giggled and opened her legs. Jane grabbed Pocahontas's foot and sucked and sucked on and each of her fucking whatever, dude. <laughs> foot and sucked each of her toes, then leg. It's you. You know how chicks love it when you suck their leg, dude. Oh, they the dude, leg they, sucking. They can't just, get enough. You yeah, get a whole calf in your fucking maw uh, like you're on, chewing big league chew. <laughs> put on some Jamiroquai. I call it the devil's skull. <laughs> and kissed all over them before she sat herself with her back against the rock and put her head back so that she could look directly into Pocahontas's wet. That savage cunt. Okay. <laughs> In which she inserted her tongue and licked it rampantly. This, <laughs> this, this dude is describing her pussy like the Watts riots are happening inside <laughs> of it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, all Jane had to do was put her tongue in the air, and then Pocahontas jumped up and down, <laughs> making the tongue go in and out over and over again, like a pogo stick scenario. Oh my God. Pocahontas' big tits bounced uncontrollably, and her groans became louder and louder. Ah, fuck, you're going to make me fucking come, she screamed, <laughs> as she couldn't focus on anything. It was like an explosion that erupted through her entire body. Oh, my God. After Pocahontas cummed a river, Jane looked up to realize Pocahontas had turned into the caterpillar from Alice and Wonderland. If you're, a, I understand English is not his first language. If your whole thing is, I love Disney so much, I need porn to also be Disneyland, you, A, would know it's Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. It would be turned into that caterpillar. Have him say the thing. Do his thing. Yeah. She suddenly realized she was in a fantasy land with singing plants, smiling penis dogs, and mad hatters. Really burying the lead with smiling penis dogs being in the middle. <laughs> like, if you put me in a room with all three of those things, I'm going to notice the penis yes, dogs. Yes, immediately. I'll be like, what do you think about this singing flower? It's pretty fucked up, right? <laughs> Jane declares, boy, I'm not in Kansas anymore. Why are you bringing a Wizard of Oz reference into this? It's, it's not even a Disney property. What's that Spielberg movie that came out with all the pop culture references? Ready Player One. Yeah, this is Ready Player. I mean, I guess it, look, if you want if you wanted to be technical, I guess you could argue that maybe he's bringing in the Wizard of Oz because it's part of the great movie ride. At yeah, the, uh, Disney MGM Studios. So I guess technically it's an auxiliary Disney prop. But and then well, and then comes across an orgy with the Walrus, Jafar, Ariel, Baloo, Tinkerbell, Superman, and Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> it's like those bootleg toys at like a swap meet where yeah, it's like the, yeah, the Avengers is, with Shrek. This what? is porn. This is porn based on the wall of a Mexican grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Quasimodo watches as he jerks off his crooked penis. Now, hang on. Yeah, why, why would his penis be crooked? Dude, you know that he would have a hanger. You know that. D well, Quasimodo, yeah, he's, a, he's yeah, fucking, yeah. you know, he, slow poke magoo. Like, they're always pretty beefed up. Quasimodo watches. <laughs> 
<laughs> he drank out his crooked penis. Gleefully, Emperor Donald Trump. Come on. <laughs> Somehow this is the part where I'm like, this is going to suck. Enters the sexy fuck fest. Not like one of those platonic fuck fests. <laughs> Jane can't help herself but to masturbate, which he spelled right earlier and is spelling wrong now. Like a banshee in heat. Trump declares this is going to be huge as his wooden penis grows like Pinocchio's nose. <laughs> Optimus Prime and Dwayne The Rock Johnson are trying plow the president's ass, but he's... I think it's supposed to say build, build it a wall. Print. He's built a wall around his royal anus. You know what's great about this is I can't tell if this guy likes or doesn't like Trump. Yeah, I know. Yeah, there isn't really any sort Well, he's of not push. getting ass fucked so far. He's just kind of there, his ass being described. Yeah, he's like, building a wall. This is yeah. the most subtle satire I've seen in comedy in the Trump era. <laughs> you know? <laughs> make, the, make the viewer make a decision. Optimus breaks through with his strong iron fist. Then Ursula from The Little Mermaid sits on his face and violently shoots a stream of diarrhea into his mouth. Well, now it feels like Colbert's writers did this. <laughs> Emperor Trump declares, num, num, Trump, Trump is going to come, comes. Well, now he's into it. So maybe this is he's being empowered from the bottom. <laughs> then television... The television personality and skateboarder, Rob Deirdrick. I love that even this fucking <laughs> lunatic writing this is like, well, we have to set, we had a tee up, Rob Deirdrick. Not everyone's going to know. It's a niche reference. Yeah. He's not, he doesn't have the universal appeal, both sexually and globally, as Shrek does. <laughs> Wakes up from a dream and declares, it was all a dream. <laughs> I used to read about it in Workup Magazine. Oh, my God. <laughs> Deer Dick looks down at his naked deer dick. And says, uh-oh, I have to go to my set at the comedy store. <laughs> then the set ending credits roll. Okay, so <laughs> so that, that was the, uh, the finale of, uh, of Pao Ping's uh, Pocahontas and Jane. That was the finale of literature. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It, we're done. The, the written word has reached its peak. <laughs> I know you know this this podcast does appeal to everybody so the children listening to this thank you guys <laughs> ask mommy and daddy if it's okay to listen to the show from now on but uh, no uh, this is fucking hilarious so uh, okay obviously at one point uh, I I had uh, doctored the script <laughs> the writing which is hilarious because that that uh, that shows how I'm like oh this guy's fucking horrible but yeah I misspelled so much shit at the end there like masturbate so yeah oh did you I, did you write so some I, of this yeah so oh I did, feel like an asshole for no, shitting on the guy dude, now <laughs> no 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 it's hilarious because it was all because I thought it'd be so funny if it just gets wor- more heightened and ridiculous okay I really thought this was real <laughs> well it is no the most most of it is real but when it gets to the orgy I I had uh, oh okay just to see okay. like because I wanted you I, I wanted just like your head to explode it like it make you feel like better some of my bigger problems are up in the top. <laughs> <laughs> Savage cut is really where I get in trouble. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But just yeah, it's some surreal. Uh, you know, <laughs> I actually wanted your opinion. I'm waiting to. No, yeah, yeah. It's fucking hilarious. Look, it's still better than the script for the Haunted Mansion movie. Oh yeah, you know? <laughs> that's true. Well, thank you. I've got that. So, yeah. but uh, man, yeah, I I, uh, I thank you for being on the podcast. Yeah, man, Mr. this Keith. was fun, dude. Yeah, dude. Um, we're uh, you can catch us on Robert Land on Instagram, Robert Land Pod on Instagram, or on. Uh, Look for Robert Land on all those streaming services. Uh, where can they find you, Mr. Keith? Um, on all the social media, at Keith Tells Jokes. Um, and I, it's funny, I used to plug in my podcast, and then I remember I don't have one anymore. <laughs> Go listen to Mean Boys. It's over, but it's still there. And uh, watch Lights Out with David Spade on Comedy Central. It's on uh, weeknights at 1130 after The Daily Show. I write for that. Heck yeah. yeah. All right, man. Well, thanks again for doing this. Later. All right, later, y'all.
Sweet. You were there for me, so sticky and so sweet.